Hey, this is the last coffee house. The most recent episode is the long night it was, and I want to get this out before the next one came up. I just want to say, okay, get all this up front. Season seven and eight are horrendous from a writing standpoint and from what was established, what was great about the earlier seasons. Seven and eight completely subvert everything that was great about what Game of Thrones was. That's just setting up the context of this discussion. Cause this, I mean, it just drove me crazy every second of this and it wasn't I don't have the same gripes that other people ha I mean I have many of those gripes as well but it's the internal more more subtle things that have gotten so horrible not just the showrunners making it so dark that you can barely see anything or anything like that I, I hear that was to <laughs> save budget and that's not as glaring as the bigger more fundamental problems with it I mean in seven and eight it's it's like the writing is the quality of just a throwaway bad action movie that's what it's it's come down to. It's got, especially in this last episode, just generic characters, generic setups, and generic payoffs. I can't believe that it came to this after so much time, after so much setup and structure and all that, that George R.R. R. Martin built over how long that it just resorts to this. I'll explain. Okay, so what makes the first few seasons great? And I haven't read the books, but they translate this into, I'm sure the books are even more complex, but what they translate into the seasons, they do relatively well. What makes it great is that there are multiple levels that everything's working on. So first, you've got the characters. The characters act in accordance with their characteristics. They even joke in accordance with their characteristics most of the time. So they have established character, and you see how those characters interact with each other and how they how that comes internally from internal aspects of their character as opposed to something external or some just generic through line for hero character versus villain character or something like that that's expected of the circumstances. So the characters, they act in accordance with their character, even to their detriment, to their benefit, that creates conflicts with other characters, they do this throughout, and that's what gives it some complexity. Now, not only this, but in acting in accordance with the character, you have genuine conflicts between the characters, with real costs. They have costs that will reverberate for the rest of the show, because they had these conflicts based on their characteristics. So you have these two, this level first, working on everything. Then, interacting with that is the world building, so you have this complex mythology that's established in the beginning and throughout that's referenced, referenced repeatedly through characters. So you have the sense of history and the history impacts, the mythology and the history impact what characters do or what they think or, or what's going on. So you have this full world that's teeming with all these different backgrounds and ideas and, and that affects what the characters do and that just gives you a whole extra substrate to appreciate and that's probably my favorite part of this whole thing is, is the world building, is having that sense of history, having jumped in in media res and and seeing all these characters have these these memories of these things that came before and how those affect the characters today. So that's a second level that it's working on. And then the third level that it's working on is the expectations. Martin was keenly aware of what people expected out of the setups and out of the characters and where everybody thought it should go and would often subvert those in such a way that made sense because of character and that completely undermined what you could come to expect from this kind of a genre piece because it's it's in a genre you know it's in that action fantasy genre so there's certain things that you expect and it goes against those you know you have heroes who are expected to be saviors who die you have good people doing evil and evil people doing good and so it really affects your enjoyment because you don't know what to expect 
and you have characters that you like that you struggle with occasionally because they do ridiculous things. That's what complexity is. That's what makes it more significant and have longevity and all that as opposed to like other kinds of writing, you know, cheap action movies or terrible TV shows that don't have a sense of any of these things. So coming to the most recent episode, and I can't go through every problem. I mean, it would take forever just to go through this episode's every problem. But all of those important things that are set up, all the complexities of earlier seasons are just covered up with this generic action movie sheen. The showrunners are just trying to satisfy the superficial cravings of the viewer rather than putting all those things into effect. And it just has people act generically as they would in particular context or as a particular protagonist or antagonist. I mean, it just starts out with, it throws the most generic way you could do this, throw all the characters together in one place. Just all the characters except for Cersei, just put them all together. There you go, done. Just as generic as it could be. Then they have the, the whole Lord of the Rings siege setup. It's a final battle, it must be a siege. Again, as generic as it could be. And the characters, they don't have any real conflicts amongst themselves. They have the generic cliche scene of everybody bonding and lamenting right before a big battle. But again, there's no real conflict between any of the characters. So it's it's all flattened out. There's no, there's no actual drama or complexity in any of this. It's as generic as it gets. So you go on from there and it's just, I mean, there's so many examples of the really superficial thinking and missing out on all these other levels of structure and ideas that are present in good in good movies and TV shows. So first you've got like uh, the, was it Dothraki, right? I don't know these very well. I mean, I'm not some huge super fan. As far as I understand, the Dothraki were the ones at the front. They had their little sickle things. And one of the curious details, I mean, like one of the characteristics of the Dothraki were that they were wild. <laughs> they were manic. You couldn't tame them. So that's an internal characteristic and it's completely excised for purposes of this episode. So you start with them. So that's an already, you're subduing a characteristic of characters for the sake of establishing, oh, they're all in line. They're ready to fight and they're being sent in first. Okay. Okay. But just storytelling wise, then you have, what's her name? Melisandra or whatever. She lights up the, the sickles. Okay. It's a, it's a visual thing. Look how cool that was. Does it have any... <laughs> significance or consequence whatsoever. No, of course not. It doesn't. She does that. They go and get wiped out. The whole point was just to have the visual of some kind of a light in there. So they didn't have to show the whole battle or anything like that. They just run in and get slaughtered and, and the lights go out and there you go. So storytelling wise, structure wise, it was a uh, it was meaningless. It was just done for the visual to be able to satisfy this requirement of being able to do a battle in the dark. And it had nothing significantly to do with character or any consequence that would come of it because it didn't help them win the battle or anything like that. So, okay, yet again, it's bad writing, superficial writing. It's just, I have this immediate problem. Let's find, think of an immediate solution to it. So, okay, that happens. And then Daenerys goes off on the dragon and just having Jon and her riding dragons. Again, it's another one of those superficial things. We have two dragons. We have two main protagonists. Let's just have them both ride dragons. Completely sucks out any complexity and just satisfies the superficial craving for your protagonist doing cool things. Anyway, so beyond that, the dragons are off doing stuff and they're supposed to be back to light the moat, you know, the fire moat around the whole place for the siege and they can't do it. So what are they? they 
have her <laughs> have Melisandre. So they have her saunter on out. She takes her sweet time. It's supposed to be a dramatic moment. Of course, it's not dramatic because it doesn't actually mean anything relative to anything else. And people may not recognize or acknowledge how bad the storytelling is. And same thing with like the Star Wars movies, the most recent Star Wars movies. People may not acknowledge or recognize just how little their investment is actually in the things that are going on on screen, but they they do realize it subconsciously or in the fact that they not much resonates from it. <laughs> They don't have much interest in it beyond them just watching it now. This lack of complexity, if this had been the par for the course for the rest of the show, nobody would have watched this. This would have never been what it is. Anyway, so she walks out, lights a thing, and what does that mean? What, what are the consequences of that? What does that actually serve? Nothing. The fact that the dragon couldn't be there, what does that serve? Uh, it still gets lit. The fact that it got lit, what does it serve? Nothing. They just flop themselves over it anyway. Then they've got the World War Z thing where they try to climb each other. Seen that. Again, it's the it's the seems the deeper seems the, the biggest problem. It's not even stupid things like that. It's like when Arya is, she finally gets to badass her way out of this area and kill a whole bunch of them. And she's so efficient. She's more efficient than anybody. And it's so amazing, even though she's like three feet and... <laughs> 20 pounds. She's still doing it, but it looks pretty good, actually. So she's getting through it. She's so efficient, and that's great. Then it just happens to be, timing-wise, oh my gosh, look at this. The Hound is losing his interest in fighting just at this moment as she's running from some other ones after she just had no problem whatsoever dispatching several of them. No issues. Now she's running on her, you know, the rooftop or whatever it is, and the Hound, just right before this, is lamenting how he just, oh, I, we're not gonna win, so what's the point? And then the other guy's like, oh, but look at her. She's <laughs> she's having trouble. So why don't you, that's probably going to motivate you. And he's like, yes, it does. <laughs> and goes to try to help her. Again, such superficial writing. No actual setup. No ideas about structure or making this a real expression of character or having costs or anything like that. It's just most superficially that you could possibly imagine shoehorning this thing in there. He's lamenting that he doesn't want to fight. Oh, now he saw her. Now he's going to go protect her. Even though just before this, she didn't need protection at all. She was doing better than anybody <laughs> that we've seen so far. And now suddenly she's in danger and suddenly he's lamenting and suddenly sees her and now he's not lamenting anymore. He's going to go help. Then we have this whole lengthy scene. Again, right after she was just dominating, we have this lengthy scene of her sneaking around in the library. How a whole bunch of these things just quietly, <laughs> it's like the studious ones. <laughs> The White Walkers, they're called White Walkers, right? The studious ones, they go in there and they're just quiet. They're like, well, it's a library. We can't be, we can't be loud or move quickly. It's a library. We respect libraries. They're just kind of walking around. I don't know. There's a crazy battle going on outside, but they end up here. A whole bunch of them. How they got there, who knows? But they're just kind of sauntering around in there. And Arya's like hiding and pulling a Metal Gear Solid. And now she's afraid. They're like, she could take e each one of them down in turn and be perfectly fine. Again, she held her own better than anybody else. And yet she's sneaking around like, oh my gosh, this is so scary. I, I can't do it. She, even at the end of this, she silently takes one down. Not sure why she didn't do that. What did she expect? Like, those ones were just gonna be reformed and... <laughs> 
and you know, be, be librarians after this and work out the Dewey Decimal System. Come on. But she doesn't kill him. She's just hiding around. Again, this is bad writing. This is because they need this transitional part. I even heard a, when they were talking about it, like the making of thing or whatever. They were talking about how they needed to distract from, they need to get Arya somewhere to distract from the fact that she was going to be the ultimate one to do the thing. But so they needed this setup. They set this up. She's walking around. It doesn't make any sense structurally or when it comes to logically what would be happening at the time or anything like that. It doesn't make any sense. They just needed some kind of an action beat that distracted about her and her circumstances, what she was doing. So then she suddenly again is in danger when the plot needs her to be. And she's in danger and she's running away and she runs into the witch woman and the hound and he's like, oh, I'm saving you now. And then the witch woman tells her, oh, but the blue eyes, you gotta... <laughs> kill the blue-eyed people and it's like, all right so then she's like oh i know what you mean and then so she leaves and then freaking oh my gosh and then daenerys again bad writing to artificially manufacture something she's on a dragon she's sitting there after she tells john to fill his boots or whatever she said to him about something then she just sits there <laughs> quietly there are hundreds of these things around. She's like, oh, I'll just rest right here. This is fine. And so she does that and gets boarded and gets bucked off the... Right, she gets bucked off the dragon and then Sir Davos needs to hop in to try to protect her. And she's just kind of flopping around and can't do anything. I mean, how stupid do you have to be to get in this position? But anyway, again, it's bad writing. It's just putting her in peril so they can have something happen. It's not actually following a structure or a logical setup or showing cost for decisions or anything like that it's just oh this random thing happened she got bucked off because she sat there and then ah oh, and there's no conception of actual costs for things and what i mean by that because some people might think oh but she lost her davos and other people died as a cost for the thing no that's it's not how it's structured and that's not what the the show thinks about these deaths i mean the whole point is that he's protecting her it's the most <laughs> that's not a real cost it's it's his death as the protector of you know the dragon queen that's exactly along expectations that's exactly what you that's not a real cost because you, he's a more of a minor character and he died in such a way that shows you know dignity and and all that a real cost is the red wedding <laughs> That's a real cost for a decision that was made that's a real cost this was not a real cost <laughs> So he gets to be the, oh, I'm the protector, and that's all I ever wanted was to protect you. And now he's dead, and she's like, oh, thanks, that was great. You're never really my type, but, you know, whatever. But this is this is what it, exactly what you would expect from a bad action movie. It's exactly the kind of thing you would expect from somebody distilling the years of setups and structure and ideas into a bad action movie this is exactly what you would expect so and then Jon Snow okay I, I could just see freaking dopey writers just sitting around thinking about this like okay well we need him to be doing something cool and uh, we're not gonna have him kill the Night King so therefore oh there's a dragon let's have him fight the dragon yeah that that makes sense and of course he doesn't actually do anything he just hides for an extended period of time while it's it's dragged out freaking night king shows up and i don't remember and this this part i completely could completely be missing it because i didn't watch it for a while so and i only saw it through all the seasons once but i could totally be missing this part about bran being some kind of significant character related to the night king and all the white walkers and all that stuff i can't remember what it was but i was hoping like i was just waiting and hoping that there'd be some kind of a mystery that was you know a mythology that was structured around bran and and all that and 
since they made that part of it, it would have been better uh, if it had nothing to do with the Starks and all that stuff, because that's complexity, that's more world building. But if that were going to be the case, I was hoping, you know, okay, we learned something super special about it, or their connection, or it really is, or, or something like that, but there's nothing like that. So then, obviously, it's just, oh, we need our, our main, <laughs> we need a protagonist to pop in, and, and she snuck by his whole crew, I mean, not the, he's gonna have to rehire, for sure. Gets the W in one strike, alright, that was great, and then another cliche is that all of the minions just die automatically. I get so sick of that cliche too. You kill the head and all of them just disappear so you don't have to deal with the... <laughs> The messy cleanup, although that could have been an interesting thing to pursue for the duration, you know, the rest of the show, uh, having to deal with that aspect of it. No, not at all. It could have been complexity, but no, why have complexity? But again, it's just, it's just, they sucked all of the complexity, the interest, the intrigue, the drama, the real conflicts, the real consequences, took all of that away to have a generic action movie set up and pay off. That's what happened. And it's really, really frustrating. So anyway, I just saw, I saw some of the annoyances with it, you know, that people were stating, and I didn't think they were as substantive as they needed to be. So I just wanted to rant about it, but thanks. I appreciate it. All right, bye. <laughs>